Welcome to My Turn Podcast, a gaming podcast hosted by extra competitive siblings. My name's Jem and I'm the eldest sibling and I'm joined today by my littlest sibling, Erin. Hi, I'm the little one, which is also the biggest one if you go by size, but yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah, it's I don't know how that works. <laughs> I'm fine. But how does that work? Like I know quite a lot of people where the youngest sibling is taller than all the others. Oh, is it like, is that a thing? I mean... Do like... Do I get like the growing genes? Is that how that works? Is it just because mummy Ahmet just got better at growing babies? Maybe, but like I, always thought, like, the third, the <laughs> I always thought the first born was meant to be the strongest. I'm pretty weak and pathetic and sickly. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. It is true though. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for joining us on this edition of My Turn Podcast. This is a gaming podcast, so you can expect news, reviews, laughs and arguments as we take on games across all genres and platforms. Uh, and what kind of games are we talking about today, Erin? Fun games. Fun games! <laughs> um, I'm talking about a video game. I'm you? also talking oh. about video games. It is a video games special. Yeah, it is indeed. Yes. Um, we've been doing a lot of video games, to be fair, because yeah. of these endless lockdowns and then... Well, we're beyond that now, aren't we? Yeah, but kind then of. the kind of thing of the difficulty of getting together is still a bit of a thing, isn't well, it? I, th I think now we're, we've got a bit of freedom. We're just like... Social calendar, let's book everything in. <laughs> and I'm sure for yourself as well, I've started working in terms of playing gigs and things like that now. So that calendar's filling up. I have got my first comedy gig tomorrow and I cannot wait. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah. So for anyone who's not listened to the podcast before, Erin works in music. I um, do, yes. Both in recording and producing music, but also in live music. Yeah, as a performer. Check my band out. So uh, Salvation Jane, I can't even speak English. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Salvation Jane are amazing. Do oh, go and check thanks. them out. She hasn't seen us. Yeah, but I've listened to the music because I'm a good sister. You have. In all fairness, it's actually been locked down the whole time I've been in the band, so <laughs> you couldn't really come and see us, so you're And then also, I was asked to be in your music video, um, and then the band decided I wasn't cool enough, and so they picked someone who had tattoos. And dreadlocks. <laughs> and a lot of piercing, because they wanted someone alternative. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, get some dreadlocks and some tattoos and some piercings and, you know, you could be in the next life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not cool, everyone. Oh, I'm just not cool. But it's but okay. But still check the band out because I'm not bitter. They are actually amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and what about your comedy gig anyway? Where's I'm doing an improv to? gig tomorrow in oh, really? Brent Cross. So oh. um, by the time this comes out, I will have done it. Um, oh. Yes, of course. But it should be fun. Doing but, a bit of comedy. Yeah, a lot I do, uh, what well, I used to do pre-pandemic, quite a lot of live comedy. And um, I'm looking forward to an audience again. Yes! Yes! Real people. It's going to be amazing. I might be too excited. <laughs> try and like, I might need to do, take comms. Do you get nervous <laughs> before a show? Nah, not not for that kind of thing. Uh, okay. Some, some things I do, yeah. but... Not really, not really improv. See, I, I stopped getting nervous before shows until last night I played one. And literally before we went on stage, the whole band were like, <gasps> but oh my God, like you said, it's just having a crowd in front of you yeah. and having real people. When you play a song, you finish and everyone's like, yeah. It's a bit like when you're gaming and like you go up to a shrine and it fills you with energy. That's how I and feel it gives about you like audiences. A... <laughs> yeah. Like a Zelda thing. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel with audiences. I'm like, give me your energy, <laughs> fill up my batteries. Um, I can't, as I say, I'm probably going to be too excited. <laughs> well, best of luck for it. But anyway, we should probably talk about some sort of games or something. Yeah, let's talk about do. some games. Yeah. Um, so the way this works is we have a game each and we review the shit out of it. So Erin, uh, why don't you kick things off and tell me what the game you're playing is called? So I've just started, well, I haven't just started playing, but I've started playing Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, is, an oldie but a goodie. It, I didn't realise how old it was, actually. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that point in a bit. But yeah, it really... I was quite surprised by it, actually, yeah. Okie doke. Well, why don't you tell us about the game in so, a nutshell? In a nutshell, in a nutshell. So how can we describe this? It's a turn-based RPG game set in the kind... Sorry, the dog is attacking me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you so, get a weird mic, uh, wavy mic noise, it's just the dog <laughs> is jogging the mic backwards and forwards while Erin's trying to talk. It's <laughs> my dog, I'm Benny. Sorry. I'm sorry. I will try to do this without the dog distracting me too much. <laughs> so yeah, a turn-based RPG game, very much akin to, I believe, other Final Fantasy games, or if you're not familiar with that, um, that series of games, then something like Pokemon, where... You know, every um, attack is basically, you've got like a certain bar that needs to fill up before you can do a certain move kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, set in a made-up fantasy world, which I don't believe actually has a name. But yes, that is it in a nutshell. Final fantasy made-up world. It's is it turn-based? Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Turn-based, oh, sorry. I <laughs> kind of was also <laughs> distracted by the dog. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> And so what, as someone who hasn't played Final Fantasy before, what was your expectation going in? So I kind of have played a bit of Final Fantasy. When I say a bit, probably about five, five minutes of number seven, actually. So I kind of knew what it was going to be if it was anything like that. Um, so again, yeah, that kind of like Pokemon, you go around the world and you have like random encounters and then there's a monster and you can choose to run away or you can fight it and level up mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, in terms of the story and the world, I don't really, I didn't really know too much about it. So I was kind of going in with open ex expectations, really. I think the only thing I had in terms of expectation was um, my partner said that she used to love it when she was um, like a young or a younger person. When she was younger, she said it was really good. And we were looking for another game after we finished Zelda to play through. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we just thought we'd give it a go. So were you playing it together? Kind of. I mean, yeah. So you're, like, taking turns? <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> you're making a weird face that no <laughs> one can see. I can well, see. What does this mean? Well, it's the typical kind of, you know, your girlfriend and you play a game, but someone always tends to play it a bit more. Normally, if it's a challenging bit, it ends up with me playing it. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as when we did Inside, where basically I had to complete the game for her, even though I hate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you hated Inside. <laughs> this one, we, we're both, we are actually, you know, divvying that up a fair bit, but yeah. I still feel like I'm getting a bit more of the challenge. And what stuff. are you getting out of the game? Like, is it meeting your expectations? How does it play? Like, how are you finding it? It, it was a bit of a slow burner at first, but... I knew it was like quite a long game, like the story and stuff. I'm not amazingly, uh, you know, pulled in by it. But there's just some sort of weird charm about the game. Mm. 
And I think because it reminds me a little bit of Pokemon, there's a bit of that kind of nostalgia in that old school style mm. of graphics and gameplay. And now I'm just like, I love it. It's like one of the highlights. If we can uh, get a bit of time to sit down and play it, you know, it's it's really, really enjoyable. So I really, really want to complete it. And yeah, if we can set aside like a few hours uh, one night, I'll, I'll definitely suggest Do you it. know how long it takes to be? My God, it's big. So okay. I think, so this game, sorry, I forgot to even bring this up actually. So this game actually was released in 1999 on the PlayStation, the mm. original PlayStation. And I believe it was across four discs. So you can imagine. So it's massive. Yeah. Like right. considering for the time as well. And this is why I said I was really surprised by it because it's huge. Like there's a whole kind of world with four different continents, loads of cities and like different places to visit. Um, the graphics, dated, but like I can imagine putting myself in that time of like being 10 years old and seeing the graphics of that game, I'd be astounded really. Mm. It really is, um, I think it's quite cutting edge and it's quite different from the other Final Fantasy games in that it's, it's based more on realism rather than a cartoony kind of, um, you know, art that they'd gone for before. Um, it's also set in a more European environment rather than I think their other stuff was more medieval. So yeah, like I'm absolutely loving it. And like, it is just like a massive nostalgia thing. For yeah. Me. So has it met expectations? I think it's it's kind of exceeded it actually. I didn't realise how much I'd um, enjoy playing this really. Yeah and, yeah, and talk to me about the sort of characters because having, <laughs> as a person who's been to many conventions of yep. geeky natures, um, people always come as Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of the characters. I've never played a Final Fantasy yeah. game. I'm okay. aware of it. Okay. I know what they look like. Yeah. Um, but talk to me about how you're finding the characters and the, the different characters yeah. within it. Because it's quite a few, isn't it? It's quite a few. So I'm just going to confess that uh, I don't know any of their names. <laughs> but there is good reason behind this. This game is so customisable that you can change your character's names. Okay. So I've turned mine all into very naughty things. Erin, <laughs> are you 14? I mean, for goodness sake, have you called them Poo Poo Bum Bum Face? Well, yeah, that and Bums. <laughs> I, I named one after like... Um, like my pet name for Beth as well. So one of them's called OKG. All the rest of them have got horrible names. So please So listeners, you all know Aaron's pet name for his girlfriend. <laughs> OKG. But yeah, going, going back to the actual character. So the setting is you're training to be this thing called a seed, which is like an elite mercenary. Mm -hmm. And you're in, I think, like the last stages of your preparation before you qualify to become one. Cool. Um, so you're kind of quite a young, I guess... Uh, angsty teenagery kind of character mm -hmm. um, there's a bit of like a, a romance in the background but a lot of this game because it's not really um, it's not narrated yeah. so there's a lot of scrolling through text and reading it and right. as you know it's not really my kind of no, thing to really, stand that. to really be bothered but like so I'm not interested in that kind of thing but the actual main storyline from what I understand you've obviously qualified to become this uh, mercenary and you go out into the world um, and you uncover that someone is about to attack your city, which is called Bolam Garden. Um, you discover plans that someone's going to be Ooh. launching missiles at you. <gasps> no. Yeah. And I hope this doesn't come across as spoilers because um, 
This no, game's like, this game's really old. Yeah, 22 years old, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> if someone's upset about that, well, you'll have plenty of time by now. I just like to draw attention to the fact that Aaron keeps punctuating his um, chat with a little drum roll on his knee, oh, see if you wonder what that noise is. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> if you hear it like... Duh, 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 duh. It's my thinking tap. <laughs> Helps me uh, carry on. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so that, like you discover this sorceress who's like the main protagonist. Protagonist is like kind of your the, the no the it's protagonist is like no antagonist is like antagonizing something is like irritating and um, being yeah. a kind of negative force or like a force that prevents you from doing what you want to oh. do. So a protagonist is usually the person that you're going through the story with. Ah, so this person is the antagonist, the sorceress. Yeah. And she's like tried to shoot missiles at your base, but you last minute have managed to uh, inform your base, which also turns into like some massive mobile city. So cool. right now, this is about as far as I've got. You've kind of moved base and you've crashed into this place called Fisherman's Horizon. Um, and you have to try and convince them that you're there not to start a fight. But there's lots of bad guys trying to fight you, so uh, yeah, that's okay. about as far as I've got. Um, so I think I'm I'm coming up to about halfway through the game at the minute. Amazing. Yeah. So what are your sort of favourite things, like the most positive things that are popping out of you uh, at you from this game? I don't know actually. Like I get the nostalgia, the battling as well. Like I love the turn-based battle battles. They take forever, though, so I'll right, come into okay. that. I love I love that whole kind of like um, you know leveling up and that uh, almost Pokemon y like turn based kind of <laughs> you thing. Keep kind of, Pokemon. Oh, no, you can imagine Pokemon, but then I'm really... waiting for them to have little pocket monsters that come out. Well, that's kind of the point. Actually, oh. you do have these. Um, I guess they're almost like Pokemon. These things called Guardian Forces, <gasps> which you can equip, and they're like big monsters, and they do like really really powerful attacks, basically. So uh, you yeah. can have like things that are like demons or mm. like minotaurs. And I think I've got one that's like a mermaid who shoots waves and stuff. So it, I know I've mentioned it a lot, but with good reason. Okay. Actually, yeah. I didn't realise that, that you no. actually had a kind of secondary yeah. character that sort yeah. of helped you along. Yeah, it's or like a secondary a, yeah. spirit or force yeah, it's, or whatever it's a it specific battle character that you have. And you, as you level up or do more missions and things like that, you collect other ones, slightly more powerful ones. Um, but they also level up with you the more you use mm, them the more yeah. powerful they become I mean they haven't got like an ar array of attacks they've just got one thing that they do yeah. but, it, but it, they're kind of a special move yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Right. though weirdly you can just it seems like you can just use it as much as you want so it's better than an attack really okay. I, don't really, I, I don't really get the whole reason to attack people when there's more powerful ways to do it but yeah, again, we'll come on to that when we're going into the more negative sides of it. But yeah, just the charm and it's just a nice, it's a game you can just keep playing and there's just mm -hmm. some sort of charm about it. And I can't quite put my finger on it, but I just want to play it more. And I, I've, I've got like that kind of urge to complete it and find out yeah. what's going to happen with this uh, storyline at the minute, even though like I'm not amazingly, I'm not, I don't understand all the finer details of it, like the general under uh storyline that I understand. I still want to find out what's gonna happen to Belangard oh, or what's gonna happen with this sorceress. Are we going to fight yeah. her? 
And that means enough of the stories getting through to you as someone who, Mm. like me, just hates having to read pages and pages of of text in order to learn things about, like, vital things about character. I don't mind reading text as a supplementary thing Mm. where you get extra story or, like, extra nuance to different settings. I don't mind that, but I don't like lots of text as the only way that you get information. Yeah. Like, because yeah. sometimes I'm too tired to read yeah. <laughs> and lazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think the main storyline is also illustrated quite well in cutscenes as well. So you do get oh, a visual good. element of storytelling as well. But obviously, I think just constraints of when it was made. I think it was also made in quite a short amount of time as well. I heard it was like a year and a half in development. Right, okay. So I think for that time it was quite short. So Mm. I can imagine it was probably one of the lesser things that needed to be done. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it still comes across really, really well. So yeah. Great. So that brings us nicely onto any negatives about this game, Aaron, that you'd like to mention. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, is, it is so dated. Like, the oh, yeah. graphics, you you can appreciate they were good, but now it's just like, yeah. It's and like, this has been remastered, hasn't it? I think I'm not playing the remastered oh, version. Oh, you No, I don't think I am. But there is a remastered yeah, there version is, yeah. of it, definitely. Um, so I imagine that would also help a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that's what you were playing, sorry. I, I might be. If it is remastered, I well, maybe they could have done a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I think before you make that comment, you should probably know which version you're playing. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair to the people that have worked on it. <laughs> I'm sorry, please don't As you can rats. see, <laughs> listeners, we are not professional games journalists. <laughs> but we're here to give you the tea about uh, gameplay um, just for the average game. Casual gamers. Casual gamers. That's what we are. That's what we are. <laughs> we love games, we really but love we're not professional games no, journalists. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, I think the majority of people are, really. Exactly. That's the whole point of why we do this podcast is because, you know, like for me, even when I I want to listen to a gaming podcast, Mm. but I find them so inaccessible because they're always talking about games that haven't even come out yet. Yeah. So I can't get get a feel for what the game is and like, or um, they're just talking about development and engines and like stuff that I'm like okay I get it but I just want to know what it plays like yeah. I want to know if you care about it I want to know if there's yeah. any joy to be had yeah. so um that is why we do this podcast. that is exactly <laughs> what it is. But that, like, that's 100% right like some people just enjoy the experience of gaming exactly. like, like I said I'm not a big you know, I don't want to know every single little detail about the game. I want to pick it up and be able to play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Like, it's no good knowing that a game took X amount of years to play and cost this amount of money and was, like, won loads of awards by critics. Yeah. But then when you play it, it's the most boring thing you've ever played in your life. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, continue with your so slightly less good Yeah, point. so there's there's also a bit of a weird menu system. Um, so remember how I was talking about these Guardian forces? Um, the way that you equip them seems a bit clunky. Mm. It's not the most intuitive, the way you have to do it. Yeah. So, Beth had to explain it quite a few times before I started to get to grips with what I was actually meant to do. There's no real tutorial of, of doing it either. So 
Yeah, I be, feel yeah. like tutorials are quite a modern thing, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I feel like we take for granted now, especially with the AAA games, you get into it in like mm. the first level or the first yeah. area or the first part of the story is always a tutorial. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we sort of take it for granted yeah. a bit now. I think this is where games start, obviously, in that time, games were starting to become a bit more complex, but they weren't quite at that, that stage yet. But you can tell, like, this is where where things like that would have been quite helpful but i mean you you'll eventually work it out and plus in this day and age if you're going to play it you know you could just look online a little walkthrough yeah um, that's fact, true. i think we did youtube a few a few tips of how to operate the menu system as soon as you saw a few videos of it you understood it but obviously it's just lacking in the gameplay um, other than that, now controversially, I don't like the music score. <gasps> Apparently, like it's amazing. Uh, people, people rave about it. the music. I know. Um, that's one thing I do know. Like people, and I've actually just listened to some of it online because I listen to a lot of video games music. Because yeah. I'm a nerd. Well, I, um, I feel like there are also good soundtracks, but the general soundtrack for different environments, I just don't particularly like. It's what is whimsical. it that jars for? Oh, it's too whimsical. It's just a bit like yeah, 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 like just. Nothing music. I don't Sing it like... again, Erin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just like that kind of is... I almost notice it too much for it to really yeah, deliver I... an atmosphere as such. And I think this, again, goes into more modern kind of um, music production techniques where they actually use it to kind of create an atmosphere. Mm. This is more like, oh, you're somewhere. Here's the thing. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a bit obvious. Uh, that that banging sense. again was Erin playing music on the table. Table, <laughs> <laughs> table, table, table drums. Yeah, well, no. I am a musician. So you know. um, <laughs> that's really interesting that you say that about you notice it because something that um, Alex, my partner, and I say when we're playing games and watching films, actually, mm. is that when you notice music or when you notice effects, oh, and that's the dog just... <laughs> Coughing a furball up. Are you a cat? Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you heard that. I did. That was my dog. Um, but yeah, Alex and I often say that, um, you know, if you notice something in a movie or mm. uh, in a game, like if it stands out and makes you go, oh, well, that's playing now, or, or that's mm. weird dialogue, like then it's usually not quite right yeah because when the music works it's almost seamless it's like immersive you don't, isn't it yeah it's immersive yeah. you don't notice it at all yeah um, so yeah it's a really interesting point that you brought up and one one that I've noticed a lot with modern games and I'll, I'll come on to it when I when I do my review because um, yeah I think the game I'm reviewing does it really well but other games don't um, yeah so were there any other points that you wanted to make or anything uh, note? Yeah, battles are a bit long-winded. Like, fortunately, we've got, um, like, a, there's, like, a speed-up shortcut you can use on the game. Um, so the battles don't take quite so long. Right. Um, but, yeah, if it was just at normal speed that I imagine it would be on PlayStation, like, originally, then, yeah, the battles could just be really, really long-winded. Um, other than that... Maybe sometimes the way that different uh, environments are set, because it's that kind of, I don't, I think it might be called like two and a half D where it's like a 3D um, environment, but you, mm -hmm. the camera doesn't move. It's like a, yeah. a still camera and you yeah. can move around it. So sometimes the camera angles aren't necessarily that great, especially when you're further away and you're like, 
I can imagine like watching that on a little valve screen. Do you remember like the yeah, old yeah, yeah, the old TV? Like, Where is my person? Yeah, oh, so so as in the camera's sort of locked off and stuck in position, yeah. but you can move. Yeah, yeah, you can in move some further away. It and does closer. like hobble with you, but a lot of them is just a static shot, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you move around the environment. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean because then when you get further, I found that a bit with things like Super Smash, like the mm. first couple of super smashes where you'd get so far away sometimes yeah and you'd be you were like you'd be a little dot you'd be like i can't see anything <laughs> <laughs> what item is that i don't know is it a bomb is it something useful yeah. i don't know yeah um yeah so you'd have to like get right up to the tv yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit like that but fortunately we've got a fairly big tv squinty now, so. mcsquinterson it will be your new name <laughs> Um, so yeah was there anything of note about the game that you want to mention or anything that you haven't touched on yet so maybe not actually i guess it is about the game specifically but it's it's the nostalgia kind of charm Mm. even though i didn't play it as as a kid it reminds me of that time of playing um these games as a as a younger as a younger person because you're um, old now I'm a little bit yeah, he's old not, he's not old <laughs> I'm seven years older than him he's really not old <laughs> oh, uh, that is his pretty it's alright yeah yeah, yeah um, <laughs> you're still in your 30s embrace it for the next like five months <laughs> <laughs> I was leaving that open ended so you could extend it it's okay I'm not ashamed about my age oh. I'm wiser now okay. that's what I've been told oh. <laughs> old people <laughs> but yeah um it is just a nostalgia of that old school gaming and i mm. think when i put that head on of like me being a 10 year old boy playing this is you really appreciate how amazing this game mm. is and how well crafted it is um and the realism that's gone into it like i i can imagine just being blown away by how it looks and the environments as yeah well. like the cities and stuff even now, I'm still like, wow, they look amazing, and they've got all got their own like little charming character. Oh, so you like them. the graphics now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are dissing it now. You like it? Yeah. So this that's 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 my point. Like from a modern day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it is awful, but from I'm that kind of time, your leg, can... brother. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. He's> getting <laughs> Just trying to do my review. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. But yeah, I like the environments and how the detail that's gone into each individual city in creating its own kind of atmosphere. Nowhere looks the same kind of thing. Oh, that's really yeah. Nice. That's I mean, we I like. we lived through. Um, I mean, I you you probably remember it as well. Like we lived through a huge revolution in what well, revolution? That's not the right words. Yeah, maybe it, it is. Was of like, of, yeah, the, the kind of tech revolution kind mm. of, but in terms of video games, when we were very young children, yeah. everything was blocky, kind of uh, 8 bit, 16 bit. Yeah. And then we got to the point of 3D and Polygon. And yeah. Like, we, we saw all of that growing up. So, yeah. in a really short space of time. And I do remember even getting the N64 and Mario 64 and just being like, wow it's 3d (laughs) you know just being amazed by that and um so i can totally visualize what you're saying about Mm. putting yourself in that perspective of your sort of nine ten year old Mm. and kind of going 
whoa, it looks like a real cartoon, but real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is probably, it, you can tell it's still a cartoon, but they've gone for such realism mm. with, it, um, with the environments. It's just got a nice visual atmosphere to it. Cool. The simpler kind of music stuff. Mm, kind of takes you out of that but visually I think it just yeah. looks amazing yeah so who would you recommend this game to? so anyone who wants a bit of nostalgia and likes that turn based um, RPG kind of stuff really um, I mean it is quite even for nowadays it is quite a chunky game so you are going to have to invest some good time into it mm. so it's not something you're just going to pick up and go uh, but yeah, anyone who likes the Final Fantasy series, I guess anyone who's been into the more modern ones and wants to find out a bit of history about it would be really good. Um, yeah, people who like Pokemon and want something <laughs> that's not quite Pokemon, but similar, um, yeah, give it a go. Um, yeah, I think it's a good game. Good game for nostalgia. Alrighty, that brings us nicely onto your review, Erin. What would you give Final Fantasy eight out of ten? My rating. I'm gonna I'm gonna say seven and a half. I think. I mean, you haven't completed it yet, so slight no. caveat. No, I haven't completed it, but I feel like I know it's what what I uh, what I rate it really. I know I've turned that down, but it still pings for some reason. Your phone, his phone, everyone. Is um, yeah, I'd say seven and a half out of ten. It's a great game. It really, really is, but it is dated, and I think that's what knocks it back a bit. But I imagine if I was ten year old, probably give it a nine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank Lovely. You. Um, so that we're going to brings... move on to you, aren't we? Yeah, that brings us on to me. Yeah. So let's. Uh, what have you been playing, Jemmy? Well, I've been playing uh, a game I started two years, maybe more than two years ago, actually. Wow. A game that started quite a long time ago, and then I got distracted by other games, which happens to me <laughs> a lot. So I'm going to be talking about Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Oh, sounds exciting. So, yeah. in a nutshell, please explain. Wolfenstein okay, 2. here we go. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus is a 2017 action-adventure first-person shooter game. Um, it's okay. developed by Machine Games, published by Bethesda Softworks. Oh, yeah. Um, and is on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox One, and has been ported to Nintendo Switch um, since 2018. So it's also awesome. on there. What are you playing it on, by the way? You're on I'm Nintendo playing it Switch? on, no, Xbox Series X. Ah, okay. Yeah. I thought I started it on Xbox, and then when I sort of forgot about, well, I didn't forget about it, is it? but I was distracted by other games. I was like, maybe I'll get it for the Squid. The Squid? The Switch. The Switch. <laughs> <laughs> because at the time, I was travelling a lot, so I was like, I'll get it for the Switch. The Switch. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I want that to be Should a thing. Should be called the Switch. The it Nintendo sounds, Switch. <laughs> sounds cuter somehow. Um, but I'm glad I didn't actually because I've gone back to it like two and a half years yeah. after I started playing it and it's really good on the Xbox oh, just out of curiosity have you restarted or have you actually picked it up where I were? picked it up from where I left off and I was about a quarter of the way through so I'd played a good chunk okay um, and so yeah I was worried I wouldn't remember anything that's exactly got, what I was going to ask like, yeah I got far enough yeah. through that I was confused when I started playing again because uh, I got some good weapons and yeah. I got to a point where things were getting a bit tough like 
the boss the the um, battles were getting a bit harder and I was yeah. like I might have to start again but I just watched a YouTube tutorial Oh, okay. And then remembers how to play it. Managed to then, pick it up again. Yeah, yeah, managed to pick it up. I switched it onto a slightly, onto an easier okay, mode enough. as well to get back into yeah. the swing of it because I had no enough. idea what I was doing when I went back to it. But yeah. That's fair enough. I mean, yeah. I think I would have just restarted knowing me. I would have just lost patience. But yeah, anyway, uh, bringing back to um, the review. So, expectations of the game? Um, well, because it's a first person shooter, it's very much a shooter game. Mm. I, I'm always a bit dubious about whether I will enjoy them because. If I find if a first person shooter takes itself and it is a shooter and it's not like also an open world or more of an RPG, this is a proper sort of action adventure. So the story's there for you. It's quite linear. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes with those, I can get quite bored if they mm. take themselves too seriously or if it's just like too hard mm. um, at the beginning, then I get annoyed because I like can't. Because you can't RPG and play yeah. the way, the way yeah. you want to play. Sometimes I get a bit frustrated if it's too hard initially. Um, so I was a bit... I knew that I would like the game yeah. story because I'd watched um, Alex, my partner, play it. So and I'll come on to why I knew I'd like it later. But um, I was worried that I would find it frustrating or too hard. Or I'm just... Yeah. I don't, I think it's just a thing that I think first-person shooters aren't for me. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like um, what we were saying like quite a bit of time ago. Story-driven games weren't really something that appealed yeah. to me as such. But sometimes when you start playing the game and actually experiencing it, you realise there's more to it than just that first-person yeah, exactly. shooter. Yeah. That's, exactly, that's a really good point as well. Because when I think of, you know, I've started playing them in the last couple of years. But traditionally, mm. I think, oh, like a shooter... Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, that's not for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, because of the packaging, because of the branding, because of the characters, I just think, well, that's not for me. Mm. Um, which is silly, you know, obviously that's not the case. But um, I think games have cottoned on to things like branding and the mm. characters and the worlds that they set things yeah. in and to make that more accessible to a broader audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was worried that it would, wouldn't be accessible to me, but it was. Yeah. And when I started playing it, I remember thinking, it's pretty hard when you start the game. Yeah. You start the game in a wheelchair with like a really weak body um, because of what's happened in the previous game. So this is a sequel to the Wolfenstein reboot, which okay. came out a few years before that. Um, but I've only played this one, so okay. I haven't played so any you, of the do other Do you know ones. what your character is then? Like, no. What's happened before? You, you, but, you don't have any idea then? No, but it tells you at the start. So oh, you okay. get a kind of, you get a uh, a little bit of a backstory and you you know why your character's mm. like weak and feeble. Um, he's been really badly injured. He's, he's pretty much like semi-paralysed and um, mm -hmm. he's he, you're basically in a situation where I have never played a game where I'm in a wheelchair wielding massive guns. And let me tell Sounds you... Sounds like something from Desperado. It's, it's... It's... One, you... The mobility stuff is really well done. Yeah. So the wheelchair is really hard to to sort of steer about. And oh, obviously really? you've got to deal with stairs, you've got to deal with oh, narrow... No. Which I think, like, is a really good thing in a game. Because yeah. we have to understand, like, not everyone is a big bulky action hero, right? <laughs> and I think it's quite good to have that in a game where 
you are <clears throat> navigating something that isn't as freewheeling as someone who's got really powerful, yeah. fully working legs. Do you like, know what? It sounds like quite an original idea, really. I, I, I can't think of any games that have done that. Really. No, I can't no. either. But it's a really nice, and it is <clears throat> only that area because he then gets a sort of power upgrade mm. which isn't a spoiler that's you know you see any artwork of the game and he's yeah. standing up and he's buff yeah he's buff <laughs> um but it's just really interesting that first level where you're really weak and pathetic so mm. you kind of go in and i really it was challenging and it really it really chucks you in at the deep end but yes. i really enjoyed it so i was like i'm gonna like this game i like the setup i like yeah. the character i'm gonna have fun with it Good. So, I mean, that literally, I think that's a, a perfect point, really, to bring us on to. So, what, what are you enjoying about the game? What is it doing really well? Right. Well, let me tell you, there's a lot of great there's things about this game. So, um, I think the main thing uh, to say about the game is set in an alternate history. Yeah. So, it says it takes place in 90, 1961. Yeah. Following uh, the Nazi victory in the Second World War, oh, where okay. Nazis basically own what we now call the free world. So yeah. um, the United States, which is where a lot of this game is set, um, is basically owned, run, governed by Nazis. Um, mm. And the story follows war veteran William B.J. Blaskovitz. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> B.J. Um, <laughs> and he basically has a gang of misfits and together they fight the uh, Nazi regime in the United States. And one of the things that I loved about this game is all of the characters. Okay. So, so William is a bit of a kind of standard American hero type. All right. Okay. So very archetypal, sort of big, uh, very earnest, yeah. quite sentimental American hero who just wants to like protect his. Uh, wife and unborn His twins. family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's a bit sappy, but he's your main guy. But what really makes it is all of the supporting cast. All right. They're amazing. So yeah. I'm just going to talk about a few of my favourites. Um, so I absolutely love... Um, you, you hook up with a kind of rebel leader called Grace Walker. Okay. She is one of the best badass characters you've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. So she runs a uh, predominantly black um, group of revolutionaries. Yeah. And I was confused about the timelines. It says it's set in 1961, but they they very much feel like sort of early 70s yeah, hippies. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're always like, right on, man, right on. Like, <laughs> I love the dialogue. It's so good. But um, she's such a brilliant, raw, complex character. Mm. Like, when you meet her, she's got a newborn baby and a gun in the other hand. <laughs> it's like, she's amazing. And yeah. all the cut scenes with her go between her telling William to shush because the baby's just gone down. <laughs> Or her like doing doing like crunches, <laughs> or her just like standing on the pool table. Yeah. Or they're in a submarine. I forgot to mention that. So submarine most of the game, pool table, baby. Their the base is kind of a submarine. Yeah. Um, so like when they're a lot of the cutscenes and and a lot of the missions start in the submarine where you yeah. get your kind of mission brief and stuff. But she's like stood on the pool table, like shooting a gun in the air, kind of thing, like delivering a motivational speech. She's so cool. Yeah. I absolutely love Grace. And I think that that 
having that really cool female character works so well because the main antagonistic force, remember what that means, Erin? That's the bad person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the force that gets in the way of the thing that your protagonist wants to achieve. Ah, okay. So the main antagonistic force, also female character, is called Irina Engel. And so she's a Nazi German woman in her 50s. And she is amazing. She, again, total badass. Yeah. But also absolutely hilarious. Okay. And at this point, I have to commend every single dialogue writer on this game mm. is a genius. Because to play a first-person shooter, a game that is predominantly built around shooting things with massive guns. Yeah. And to enjoy it as much as like a comedy series, like an action comedy series. Okay. And watch the cutscenes and literally laugh out loud. Yeah. To the point where I'd happily just go on YouTube and just watch all the cutscenes. Oh, really? <laughs> I might have to give that a go. They, the writing is absolutely mm. incredible. And Irina is like a, a masterclass in how to write an antagonistic force in a game yeah. that has a sense of humour. Yeah. Because she's horrible. Yeah. Like she's actively torturing and ordering death of, death of people. And <laughs> at one point, I'm not going to give a spoiler, but at one point she does something to, the, to William, your character, that is just hideous. Oh, no. But at every point, it's also hilarious. Like, yeah. This is a fully rounded, fully realised character. Can I just and, ask, like... So you say it's hilarious. What's like kind of the art style? Is it, is it a bit cartoonish to kind of? No, it's that? really realistic. Yeah. Um, everyone everyone's rendered really realistically. Yeah. Um, everyone looks great actually. Yeah. Um, their uniforms and their clothes are really cool as well. Yeah. And as I said, it's got that sort of like 60s, 70s feel. Yeah. For a lot of the the protagonists, the Americans have got really quite cool clothes. Yeah. Um, especially Grace's uh, group of people, they all look amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the design on all the Nazi uniforms, which aren't exactly like historically act. They're, they're yeah, you said it modern. was an alternate Exactly. So thing, they've, yeah. they've kind of like modernised the uniforms and um, it's just really cool. Mm. But like Irina is such a great baddie. Yeah. And then my other favourite character is her daughter yeah. who defects from the Nazis really early oh, on. Okay. So it's not a spoiler, really, really early on. She defects and you kind of adopt mm. her. And she's called just Sigrun. She's amazing. And she's yeah. like the most sort of sweet and like heartfelt, adorable character. But she's also quite hench and really strong. Like, <laughs> and so there's this sort of like, you look at her and you're like, she could kill a man. But at the same time, she's really like emotional Aww. and sweet. Like She's really good. Oh, gentle then, giant. Yeah, yeah, but I think the beauty and the reason I mentioned the characterization as being my biggest positive is the beauty of all of them they've all got layers mm. every single character has got multiple layers so mm. that um you you also get to kind of um pick a kind of friend so i picked a guy called uh fergus mm. um quite early on you do a mission and you sort of decide um who's going to help you out basically yeah. and he's a sort of fiery scottish guy who has um one mechanical arm okay so it's kind of although it's set in the past they have a lot of tech that we don't a bit have of science now. fiction in yeah there as well. exactly yeah. so he's got this mechanical arm that just 
<clears throat> it basically reveals his true feelings. Yeah. So if he says something, but he's secretly angry, like it will just stick a middle finger up. I <laughs> like, <laughs> like at one point he um, tries to ask one of the girls on the submarine on a date. Oh yeah. And the arm like grabs, like gropes her. <laughs> it's like, which is bad by the way, this is bad. But he knows it's bad and he tells his arm off and like takes it off at one point, like throws oh, it away. But so it's, it's like just, his little pet thing. <laughs> it's like his, his inner naughty boy, <clears throat> yeah. the mechanical arms. It's just all the characters are so complex. Yeah. And some of the cutscenes are absolutely hilarious. Um, just in terms of you think a scene is going to go one way mm. and then within it, it will just have like, a f- it will flip and yeah. then it will be like almost like a comedy skit. It's so funny, but hor- but like horrible sometimes, and it will often raise the stakes for your characters. Yeah, but still be hilarious. Yeah. So it reminds me of <laughs> Have you seen the film Death of the Death of Stalin? Um, I have actually. Yeah, it's I've, got I've that seen, kind of I've feel seen about to it. Half of it, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember what the, the quote was, but it was like, you look like a testicle or something like that from it. I mean, probably. I can't remember. <laughs> I watched it quite a while ago, but it's got that kind of feel, do you know what yeah. I mean? Where it's very sort of tongue-in-cheek, but so well-written that you're laughing at the same time that you're so, like, oh, I'm, things got bad for my character. I'm almost imagining like a, a mix of something like, if you've seen it, the boys mixed with <laughs> yeah, the boys, uh, yeah. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, 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 basically that. Yeah. Basically that's that. Really <laughs> that's a really <laughs> good... That's a really, <laughs> yes. Extreme violence, massive guns. <laughs> and, Quite funny. And, and hilarious. Nazi uniforms. Yeah, <laughs> that's really exactly that. <laughs> Uh, nice one. Yeah, and I and also the guns all have German names because everything's German. Yeah. So like some of the names I can't pronounce them, but like let's, machine let's pistol, <laughs> kampf pistol, laser kraftwerk, hand granate. So like yeah, all your I don't know if this is the actual German. I don't speak German, but like I just love that like all the guns are German. Yeah. But it meant that I couldn't get my head around which gun was which at one point. The oh, menus no. are quite small. It's not giving you a description of like, yeah, it does, or, or you have to kind of image. Into or, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the enough. image is just like a kind of outline. Yeah. So, yeah. Just curiously then, so if you've got all these guns, you don't really understand what they are. Is, the, is it going to be something like Borderlands where there's about 7 million guns? No. Like, what am I even doing now? I was worried it would get like that because there were so many guns at one point. And also there's certain guns that you can never carry yeah. um, indefinitely. Okay. So there are guns that you pick up off enemies yeah. that are like heavies. Oh, okay. Yeah, like big, big guns. And you can't put them in your inventory, which I think is quite good, actually. But there were so many different ones of those. I was like, oh, I'm never going to get a head around them. Mm. And you also have to, like, charge them up. So some of them are run by petrol. Some of them have electric power. Um, so you have to recharge okay, them during gameplay. Yeah. Gameplay? Play? Play? Interesting <laughs> mechanic. Though. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was going to annoy <laughs> me. But actually, once you get used to it, it's totally mm. fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so if, if there's no other positives, then let's go on to... Are there any negatives, really, with this game? Um, A bit menus, like, not menus as such, but just switching between guns I found a bit cumbersome because it's a dual-wielding uh, uh, game. You don't have to dual-wield, yeah. but you can. Um, 
I found the way that you change guns really annoying and you could accidentally turn off the dual wield really easily um, when you go into the menu. Yeah. So it's just one of those where it's like a wheel, but there's because you go from one wheel into the second wheel, it's really easy to like accidentally select the wrong thing. Mm. So that kind of annoyed me. So button mapping's not amazing then. Yeah, I just find the the wheel-based systems... If you've got more, like, especially if you've got multi-wheels, so you've got the right hand and the left hand, it's too sensitive, so you can accidentally just select, select the wrong thing. Mm. So that was kind of annoying, and also it doesn't pause gameplay at all. Oh, so, really? No. Oh, that, so, that's going to make it even worse. Then. Yeah, which is, it makes it more challenging, and I guess if you love a shooter and you like the challenge, then, yeah, it makes you think strategically as soon as you meet mm. the adversaries, you're yeah. like, what guns do I need? But obviously different enemies need different guns, as in all these games. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you do need to switch a bit. So I did find that slightly frustrating because I've I've played a lot of games that are just more, you know, effortless when you're selecting between things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that was... Is that my only negative? I think it's my only negative. Oh, I mean, fair enough. No game's perfect, I guess, really. I... No, I loved it. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, then, let's go straight to recommendations. So who is this game for, then, in your eyes? I think um, this game is for anyone who loves first-person mm-hmm. shooters, um, but specifically anyone who has a sense of humour and would enjoy the way this is sort of rooted in history. So there are things that, although it's an alternate history, yeah. um, there are it does reference things that have happened in our history, like yeah. Roswell, which is famously... Uh, where apparently aliens yeah. were discovered in the USA. Um, it references things like that. And if you know anything about those events in history, there's lots of little Easter eggs for you. Okay. So there's stuff like that, which I think is really fun. And if you um, know some key things that were happening in the States and in kind of... In the world? The war yeah. and the world. Oh, okay. Like, there is some little nuggets for you that they kind of turn on their head. And play within a really fun way um, that I just think makes it an j- absolute joy. So I think, as well as being for people that like like first person shooters, I think if you like shooters mm. but you also like good fun narrative, yeah. I think that this is the game for you. Yeah, because it really <laughs> combines both, and the story is so fun and good, and takes you along with it, and has yeah. multi layers that are really. Unlike what you were describing, where you had to read everything, oh, yeah. it's mostly all done in cutscenes. Yeah, and there are little supplementary things that you can pick up, but my goodness, the cutscenes are so fun. Yeah, I just wanted to rewatch them as, as soon as they were done. Oh, I'm okay. like, they're just so fun. Yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved yeah. it. I think that is the beauty of modern yeah. games, where they can, they have that kind of like um, facility to do that. And the one I think of all the time was. Um, What's it called Red Dead Redemption yeah. Two? Some of the sit like especially early on the game are just hilarious. Yeah, the the, the pub scene where you're yeah. drunk. You I go mean, to the bar with, is it Lenny? Lenny, <laughs> the Lenny scene for anyone who's played Red Dead uh, Two Redemption, um, Red Dead Redemption Two. That scene is iconic, so yeah. I'm sure um, that's not a spoiler, but uh, yeah, just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah, and this is like that, but every cutscene is mm. like that. Like every cutscene gives you a moment of joy. Oh, that's, that's the special alarm. We'll pause the podcast. Tasty. Intermission. Music. 
Tasty. Intermission. Music. Tasty. Tasty. Yum. Okay, yeah, so sorry for that interruption. It was our takeaway. It was indeed. <laughs> uh, we're very much looking forward to it. So we'll wrap up quickly. Um, so where were we? Expectations. I wanted to ask whether it was... No, recommendations, dude. Sorry, I beg your pardon. It ends in... Eric's distracted because he's There's now... tasty things. Yeah, he's now excited about curry. <laughs> um. But yeah, recommendations. So it sounds like it's a good game to get into if you're new to the first-person shooter world and you're coming from a different kind of um, genre of gaming. It sounds quite accessible. Would you recommend it? Yeah. Uh, also, um, Alex, my partner, is punching <laughs> poppadoms in the background now. It's getting crazy. Uh, we don't normally do this downstairs, uh, but it's really hot in the UK right now. So I cannot go upstairs. Um, Alex, do you mind like, not rustling for a second? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> Now I feel guilty. No, it's okay. Um, so, uh, what did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> we said we wrap this up quickly. I feel like this is going to take longer than the first time. Um, yeah, as a first-person shooter, because obviously there's quite a lot of uh, oh right, yeah, narrative. as in a first. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, would I recommend this to someone who is just getting into the genre? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say though, it is really quite challenging when you first start the game so don't be put off by it there are lots of difficulty settings there's one that's called like please daddy can i play or something like that, <laughs> which is what i played it on because i haven't played it for ages so i had to yeah. go back and i was just like enjoying myself so much when i switched it back up to the normal um setting i was like i can't be bothered to relearn everything like <laughs> in order to play at this level so i played it on easy mode yeah. and to be honest I've really enjoyed myself. Yeah, well, fair enough. And I play most games on normal. Yeah. Like, I'll just go in on normal. But this one, I've really enjoyed myself playing it on this kind of like, yeah. please, Daddy, please can that. I play? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. But That's that amazing. Just, that just gives you an idea of how funny the game is. Yeah. The game setting modes are just yeah. got really funny names. Um, but just so, before I give my rating, I do want to do a yeah, shout out note, yeah. to the music in this game, the use of sound and the use of music. Um, it was incredible. And to touch on what you said earlier, mm. um, so the composers on this were Mick Gordon, Martin, Stick Anderson. Yep. Um, this music was flawless in that it didn't encroach on your gameplay, only amplified your mm. gameplay, which is exactly what we were saying music sort of should do in our viewing yeah it's more there to supplement than to like just be like here's some sounds but also the sound work and i know we talk about this a lot in games but when mechanical things Mm. sound really good and when that is sort of intercut with score or when there's Mm. moments of silence and like you can hear weapons sort of charge up and stuff i love that like i love hearing my gun go yeah you know (laughs) and like there was some like a cool mechanical creature that you get to ride around on at some point and just like the noise of that and the the, the crowd noises and yeah the score is great and then the other thing that works here is when they use pop songs mm. so i have a bugbear with games that have an orchestral score score for the whole game really atmospheric beautiful yeah. stuff and then end with a pop song oh yeah that doesn't fit the thing and i'm like <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I've just completed the game and the end credits come up and it's like a pop song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winds yeah. me up. The fair enough. 
but this has got a kind of rocky score so like a lot of the songs that are used in it are quite like rocky mm. there's a lot of hard guitar um it's it really fits the game it reminds me a bit of doom like yeah. a bit of doom eternal that kind yeah, of like, yeah, hard yeah. rock soundtrack um and then at the end there's a rock song and you're like yeah it fits yeah it works the whole game's kind the of been based around that works. yeah yeah and it's seamless and lovely so i just wanted to mention that it's good to hear uh rock making a bit of a re-emergence Hell in some yeah. places actually like not even just in in games actually it seems to be on the up and up which is good for me but yeah, yeah. no that's really good to hear but yeah anyway so rating rating i'm gonna give this a solid nine out of ten wow that's and amazing I tried to say that in a German accent, I didn't at all do it. Do you know how to say nine, nine in German? Nine? Out Isn't of... it? It is nine, yeah. I wouldn't say no. That's the wrong language. Zen, right? Is it Zen? Did I, I make that up? Huh? Oh my god! I can't remember German. The only German I know is Dusker Musenberger is lecker, and that literally means that veggie burger is tasty. I don't know why. That's the we only thing I remember from school. To all Germans. Um, we're sorry, that was very offensive. What? <laughs> it's why I, I got taught this at school. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the only phrase I remember. <laughs> but to, to cut a long podcast short, yes. that it was an excellent game, highly recommend it, and um, really, really enjoyed it. One Brilliant. of the best games of podcasts. <laughs> Very glad I completed it. <laughs> now, I, think, I think Alex wants his curry, so I think that will have to bring us to the end. Thank you so much for bearing with us during this um, slightly chaotic episode of My Turn Podcast. But what do you sense. expect? Yeah, it always we is. We are professional games reviewers. <laughs> we just love games. And we love hanging out and talking about games. And if you do too, we are actively seeking recommendations of games we should be playing particularly board games because we are spending a lot of time now yeah. thinking about games that we can play together yes definitely. so um yeah do hit us up with a recommendation if you're not subscribed please subscribe and if you're listening to us on uh, apple uh itunes podcast itunes ipod iCast, apple podcast <laughs> please uh Please, if you feel it, the love in your heart, um, please give us a five-star review. Really Don't beg helps. them. Just tell them. Give us five stars or we will find you. And hunt you down. Well, now that just, that's a threat now. We would just found them and be Sorry. like, could you give us a five star? Now now, now they could legally probably take us down. <laughs> well done. <laughs> we don't even make money from this and you're losing money for us. We do this with love, so please support the COD. The COD? The pod. The oh my goodness. <laughs> it's time to end this podcast. Yeah, you need Thank to go you. play your Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> bye from me, Jen. Bye from me, Erin.